It's not every day the Colorado Supreme Court makes news. It might not even be every decade the Colorado Supreme Court makes the news. Bonjour amigos, bienvenido secret friends, let's fish be over there on the base. The Colorado Supreme Court votes four to three to keep Trump off the ballot. They believe he's disqualified himself as an insurrectionist. But was January 6th an insurrection or was it a riot? And now are we just arguing semantics, debating the meaning of words, or are we debating the law? Or are we just trying to keep Trump out of the Oval Office? And now this thing is going to zoom its way over to the Supreme Court. But let's talk about insurrection for a second. In legal terms, I think the most accurate, but still debated, still contentious, exactly what is the definition? I think the legal definition of an insurrection is something like this. An organized and violent uprising intended to halt the function of government and seize power. An organized and violent uprising intended to halt the function of government and seize power. And if we use that definition to create a legal test, did Trump organize a violent uprising? Yes. Was Trump attempting to halt the function of government? Yes. And if the first two are yeses, were the actions intended to seize power? Triple yes. And if you get a triple yes, is Trump therefore an insurrectionist? Yes. And according to the law, are insurrectionists prohibited from being the president of the United States? Yes. Mostly, now it gets weird. Because the actual legal text from the fucking Civil War refers specifically to convicted insurrectionists. And is Donald Trump a convicted insurrectionist? No. So the, the, the Supreme Court will 99.999% overrule the Colorado Supreme Court. And even though I think Trump is an insurrectionist, not convicted, law gets a little gray here. Probably in the best interest for the country to let the guy be on the ballot. 
I don't know about you, but I, I'm in no rush to push the first domino in the Civil War. And maybe the, that first domino has already been pushed. Impossible for any of us to know in real time. But keeping Trump off the ballot, as much as I do find him deplorable, Hillary, I think the repercussions of that could be could be grand. And it does seem undemocratic, it does. I'd like to address something else real quick. It's a lie. A lie told you a couple weeks ago when I was in a dark place, and, and I'm sorry for that. But the way this podcast works is, as long as I go back and correct the record, the record has been corrected. But a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about why I live like a recluse. And my answer to that was, was terrible. It was an awful answer. It was, it, it, it was sad and dark and it was twisted. My answer was, why I live like a recluse? It's because I don't want anyone to miss me if I, you know, stop breathing or something. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. That might have been how I felt in the minute, but that's bullshit. It's not that I don't want anyone to miss me. Of course, that's fucking stupid. But this recluse period of my life, although uncomfortable and challenging and frustrating and a whole lot of everything. It's just something I've had to do in my quest to, to, to kind of get my bearings on this planet, to get my house in order, so to speak to turn down the brightness on the chandelier. And the only way for me to really do that, to turn down the brightness on the chandelier, is to avoid direct emotional stimulation and things like that. You know, the kind of stuff that happens when you fucking leave your apartment. Anything can happen out there. But in here, with just me and Super Gladys Wonder Kitty, Fish B, right? It might seem counterintuitive to living, quote-unquote, a good life or a full life. But trust me, I've had a full life. I've had a lot of adventure. A lot of wild times. And I believe there's lots of good stuff coming. I believe that. But to get from where I was to where I want to be requires this recluse period. A lot of days, I just kind of pretend uh, my apartment is a, uh, a cabin on a cruise ship. 
And I don't know when it's going to get to port, but I know it's going to get there eventually. Fishby. I'm sorry I lied. Holly Jollies and Ho Ho Ho, Charles Dickens stuff. It's me, Fish B. And where the fuck is all your Christmas decor? And are we going to unwrap something special for our Christmas show? And trivia time, motherfucker. Today's category is season reason. Season reason. But first, let's do the questions. Where the expletive is all my Christmas decor? I just don't have the energy. I don't. And also, there's some things pulling at my emotional heartstrings this Christmas. And Christmas is often my favorite time of year. I love it. It's like everyone's birthday on the same day. And what what a glorious celebration of capitalism and family. But mostly capitalism and getting shit and giving shit. A little family. But for the first time in 24 years... I'm not going to have any of my kids with me for Christmas. Usually, you know, some of them come here or I go there. But this year it just it just worked out that way. And you know how important that shit is to me and you also know I'm very fucking sensitive. So. And I just kind of fucking hurt, right? I mean, I could grab the... I have a lot of Christmas decor for a studio apartment. I could... I haven't even watched, like, any Christmas specials. Like, usually I DVR, like, every single... I haven't... Out my window, there's a sign for the city that says, You'll love it here. Y-U-L-E, like the Yule log. You'll love it here. And that's as Christmassy as things have got. I am done with all my shopping. Did that. Thank you, Internet. And are we going to unwrap something special for our Christmas show? Christmas is a Monday. Monday is a show day. Not going to take a snow day on that show day. Not when it's Christmas. But what should we unwrap? Would you like to unpack the the greatest albums of all time? Because I got a couple uh, albums that I don't think are included on that list that I'd like to present for the argument. But that doesn't seem Christmassy. Yeah, we'll do. I mean, it is what it is. And I... Truthfully, I don't know what we're going to do yet. Might be the worst tease in the history of showbiz, but 
At least we've pointed out again that, you know, I can't imagine there's going to be a lot of podcasts that are posting original shit on Christmas. So at least, at least we have that going for us. And trivia time, motherfucker. Today's category is season reason. I still am stuck on six or seven. Elizabeth Shue and Keeley Jones tied at the lead for, with 14. Today's question is, what are the odds Jesus was born on December 25th? Ooh, what are the odds? I mean, at first blush... I want to say one in 365. Because they just kind of picked a day close to the winter solstice. Long after Jesus' time. But I'm not just going to go with one out of 365. I'm going to go... Here's my answer, Fishby. Final answer, Rage. One... Out of 365.25, accounting for the leap year, divided by the odds that Jesus of Nazareth physically existed, multiplied by the most common birthing months of 2,000 years ago in Bethlehem. Final answer. What do you say the answer is, Fishbeer? You're the trivia god. The answer is uncertain. I'm wrong, but if I would have said uncertain, where did you get this shit? What is what does Chat GPT say? God damn it! What does Chat? The exact date of Jesus's birth is not specified in the Bible, and historical records from the time are limited. No shit. December 25th was chosen by early Christians to coincide. Blah blah blah. blah. They actually think uh, Jesus wasn't born in uh, the year zero either. Crazy. They're like, they don't know if it's like uh, 4 BC, 6 BC. Quite the subject of scholarly debate after all these years. And you know what tomorrow is? Winter. It's winter. Shortest day of the year, but also a day of, of rebirth. We only have 15 minutes, audio only intentionally, up by noon at the latest, every single weekday. Say adios, Fishbee.